Welcome back to Coffee Break with Miss Debbie. We've repurposed, remixed, shaken it in the blender, and now we used to drink tea or coffee and gossip and chat. Now we're going to walk and chat. We're going to up our fitness game, get some fresh air, and I look forward to spending even more time with friends. We used to have a podcast snacks, which were 10 to 11 minutes. These podcasts are going to be 15 minutes, 30 minutes, 45 minutes, or one hour. Released every Thursday evening and giving you a specific time frame in which you need to be moving the whole time. So get your shoes on, get ready. We are going to have a good time. I look forward to walking with you. Today we are blessed with such a beautiful day of sunshine in the 70s. It's mid-October and I am down by a riverfront trail. It's always fun to bring you along on walks and hopefully you're getting some fresh air and walking as well. So let me just describe to you what I'm seeing. This is the Snohomish River. It's going to open up into the ocean, just in Everett here. There are beautiful colored leaves. It's not vibrant, vibrant quite yet. And there's quite a bit of green still, but we've got some gold, some red. And on the pathway, wonderful people. Got young moms with babies and dogs and strollers and tricycles. Stopping at the picnic tables to have some water and some snacks. A lot of people walking their dogs. It's just quiet. Every once in a while, I'll hear an airplane go over, which is so high up, it's more like a soft roar in the air. But just quiet. The river is quite high. It's not going very quickly, but it is indeed moving, and it's just peaceful. Sometimes I'm in a situation like this, and I cannot fathom why some people don't believe in God, or they're, if they believe in Him, they're mad at Him. Only the glory of God could cause something to be so lovely as this day. What a treat for walking here. As you're walking, please remember to pause. We're not trying, you can get your heart rate up if you want to, but for me, it's going to be more sustainable if I just pause, look around, breathe, listen, have a treat for all the senses. There's more to walking and enjoying than just burning calories. Now, the benefit is, yes, 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 we get to burn calories. Glory, hallelujah, I love that. But there's more to it. So pause, look around, take in the feast of the eyes that you've got in front of you, and have a blessed, wonderful walk. As we walk today, I want to just talk to you as a friend. When you spend time with people, and I think if someone's going to implement this Walking with Miss Debbie podcast, we're going to be spending some time together. And the more time you spend with someone, the more friendly you become. You can just share things from your heart. Some of the time I'm going to be reading to you. I actually love audio books. And when I'm out walking, that's one of the things I do. I can tell the person's reading. They're not telling me a story. They're reading it. And so there will be times that I'm going to read to you as well. And other times just talking from my heart. In an attempt to avoid Christian cliché, while I'm telling you the truth about my life, I just want to be real. This is our experience. I want to share with you as a friend. Not every listener has actually earned the badge of trustworthy yet, but I'm going to take the scary step of trusting. 
I feel like holding back my story would be safe and perceptibly the wise direction to take if my goal was self-protection, but it's not. I walk by faith and I believe that God protects me. And so I have no need to fear disclosure. The close friend can see right through you. But gritty business people like myself, do what you gotta do. We wear sweatshirts that state, nobody cares, work harder. I had navigated business in a pandemic with flying colors. I crossed my T's, dotted my I's, did what needed to be done in those unrealistic guidelines they gave us. What I was not doing was making TikToks, charting public reports on my mental or emotional health crisis, which seemed to be a trending thing to do at the time. The beginning of those 10 months began at the tail end of the two-year pandemic and crisis juggling. And this was the point at which many were dropping out. But I pulled up my boots, put on my big girl panties, and put my personal pedal to the metal. My starting point was on an empty tank. And on empty, I ground like nobody's business for the next 10 grinding months. I was 58 years old. I was teaching more classes and spending more hours at the studio than I had in decades. And when the spring came and other people's schedules were winding down, mine was ramping up with end of the year recital celebration activities for the 25th time. It was the 25 year anniversary of the dance school. The preteen attitudes of several dance team members left much to be desired. And rather than handling them with my God-given grace and flair, I could only hope that not only would they leave, they would leave yesterday. Now, in recent years, we've gotten ample communication about emotional and mental health, and so much so that I think I've grown cynical regarding the legitimacy of some of it. We've seen the products being marketed, the coping mechanisms taught, the memes, the jokes, the excuses, I was perceiving that if we didn't quote, air quotes, feel like showing up, keeping our promises, holding our tongue, being nice, or doing the job that we are hired and paid to do, we could wrap up in a comforter, sip hot chocolate, and stare at our phones, saying emotional health needs, while our bosses would look the other way. Now, my personal resistance to this type of behavior was so strong that it took me a significant amount of time to recognize that I was in need of help. It was not in my nature to not show up or to dismiss my responsibilities. To a good phone, you would have to spend time with a teasing comb to get your hair to mat up like that, that high on your head. And what's up with the emotional poodle fresh from the puppy spa? Keeping up with puppy hygiene also takes a significant amount of effort and energy, I have too many questions here to be much of a believer in that emotional health crisis. But I do know that this overexposure to people's private lives, whether real or fabricated, is probably causing us all to be desensitized, lacking the ability to know how or if to respond when issues do arise. Goodness, I didn't even know how or if to respond to my own escalating issues. 
One evening, while out with a group of dear Christian women, upon being asked how I was, there it was. It had been spoken out loud in earshot of friends. And perhaps these women wanted to save my dignity and not respond with heaviness. Perhaps they were so burdened by similar reports from other acquaintances that they had nothing else to give. But there wasn't a lot of response. I think my expectations were so minimal at this point that I wasn't even negatively affected by their lack of response. In the presence of words of that strength, people didn't respond. Now, conversely, like God himself would do, another group of sisters from four points in the country flew in a month later to come after me. They converged upon my house and stayed for a week, enabling me to be in their company without even having to travel. This convergence was pivotal to my awakening and journey back to healing. Thank you, my sisters. So you'll have your friends who hold polite conversation with you in expensive restaurants, as long as you don't touch upon anything unpleasant. Then you'll have your friends who buy plane tickets to come after you and sit with you in the trenches. The practice of navel gazing sounds not only boring, but most likely destructive. Void of staring into our belly buttons for extended periods of time, however, contemplation and rest are very important elements in a balanced, thriving lifestyle. Let me reiterate concepts that I have shared in previous podcasts, which I have found to be invaluable to health and healing. Most every point I will share in today's segment and segments to come can be found in the Bible. The one who created our bodies and created the universe knows well how we best function. Firstly, whether I had the ability to verbalize my need or not, I and you need friends who come for you, sit with you and validate whatever it is that's going on, pleasant or not. And let me expound that they need to be with you in the real space in real time. These posts that I mentioned earlier with the, I don't know, to me, it just looked like it had been planned. The makeup running down the face, the tears, the puppy dog in the arms, talking to the universe or Lord knows who out on TikTok. I don't see the benefit in that. There was nobody responding. So make sure you are connected with those people that come after you. That's in real time, in person. Number two, I had to acknowledge the importance of emotional respite. In spite of how much work needed to be done, whether real or just my perception, I needed to elevate the emotional needs and let the work take its own retreat for a period of time. Number three, work is not most virtuous and time off is not just for lazy people. Who tells us this stuff anyway? The basic concept that I want to reiterate for today's segment is peace and rest. I know, easier said than done, but the body cannot function optimally without peace and rest. 
So here we are walking and listening to a walking podcast while I emphasize peace and rest. But peace and rest is not solely sleep. Although sleep is important, there are multiple ways to partner with stress and anxiety, but there's only one real way and one lasting way out. The solution is found in the Bible. The only way to genuine peace is Jesus Christ. I'm sorry if this sounds cliche, but it's just the truth. I was looking at this passage the other day and I was struck by the power and sheer simplicity of it. Psalm 39, seven says, but now Lord, what do I look for? My hope is in you. My mind can cut out all the clutter by staying on this passage and plainly believing it. But now Lord, what do I look for? My hope is in you. It's almost like the psalmist is a little impatient and stating the obvious, like, hello, where else would we look? There's nowhere else to go except to God. There is no other hope except in God. For me, knowing there's only one place that I need to focus and knowing that this one focus is a given, I experience peace and rest. I experience the assuring simplicity of peace and rest. Nothing to prove here. Look around, keep walking, enjoy your day, and may you find from today's lesson, peace and rest. We've been together 15 minutes, and if you want to extend it another 15, more power to you. If you're on your way back home, have. If you're on your way back home, have a great day. Be blessed, and I look forward to walking with you again very soon.